0: Hello, my happy calaminers. This is your joyfully gauzy host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his blissful Band-Aidito, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 18th show. Today's story is all about what happens when I misplace my medication. If you'd rather sleep through this one, you'd better hope you came equipped with snooze control. Snooze Control by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Musafa was always falling asleep. His friends thought it was because of his grueling schedule, which included cattle rustling, leaf rustling, some vigorous curt rustling, training for his annual triathlon telethon, during which he'd have to answer three phones at once for 26 hours straight while swimming, biking, and rustling, and raising three kids. He wasn't taking care of the kids, he just had to raise them as part of his morning workout, and they were heavy and resented being called dumbbells. But the truth was, he couldn't stay awake because he found the world terribly boring. As a child, he'd been brought up within a series of adventure novels, and so his days were filled with mad scientists and stoves the size of football fields and helium filled wildcats. His adult life was just so dull after that he couldn't be bothered to be conscious through it. The problem was there wasn't going to be much more of his life because he kept falling asleep during the least active part of his day, which was while he was driving. Luckily, he had learned a thing or two from all the mad scientists he had grown up battling and helping. In a flash of inspiration, during a vivid dream which was spoiled by the car accident he was in, Musafa took apart his alarm clock and wired the snooze button into his vehicle's cruise control. The resulting snooze control meant his car would do all of his sleeping for him. This solved the potential death problem, but presented a number of new issues to overcome. He couldn't drive anywhere because his car slept so much. Come to think of it, its wheels had always been tired. Musafa had gallons of rustled cows available to ride into town, but the price of cow gas was outrageous, and getting the cow to stay still for a refueling was a job in itself. While he now had trouble sleeping at all, his car had the world's first car dreams and would sometimes wake up with a burst of creativity and madness, throwing out its seatbelts and designing tacky-looking seat suspenders for its riders. It lowered its headlights, until they were plunging necklights, and scraped against the ground with showers of sparks. Actually, things were beginning to get interesting, and it was now that Musafa could have really used a nap. He hit the car's snooze button, but that made it sleep for five more minutes. Musafa began to wonder if he had any problems at all. Oh, that's right, he had a lot of them. Maybe if he rustled a few less things he could gain some control over his life. Or maybe he could just attach the snooze control to himself. When he did, he slept like a baby, but was disturbed to awaken while running down the street at a remarkably steady 55 miles an Hour. Most eerily, not a blade of grass along the side of the highway was rustling. <music> If this story rustled your crows, you can cause it and other wake-up calls to happen at the website of the straightjacket type, bewarethehairymango.com. I'm starting to get the feeling that everyone who has ever wanted to send the show an email has done so. Speak of the deviled eggs in the comments for this post or shapely mail me and admire my inverted hourglass figure at matthew at or angle your geometro over to BewareTheHarryMango@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Whenever we're working too closely in the middle of the summer, the SF and SF signal stands for sharing fungi. Why do we need to run those humidifiers all the time? I don't care if DiNardo insists on homemade mushrooms for the Friday pizza party. Twitter your various Conways that all the old country folk follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I can relate because my grandparents left the old country about a century ago. Not only were there more opportunities here, there were less werewolves. Buck the trend of user-friendly websites. Beware the harrymango.tumblr.com is the path of most resistance. I can't promise you the worst internet experience of your life, but damn it, I'll try. Your scrolling finger will cry for mercy. Your mercy scrolling will cry for finger. June is almost here and at the rate we're going Mucho Mango Mayo will probably finish up halfway into it. Where are you going to get your excessive mango fixes then? Well, I'll tell you. Hit the get the mango button on the homepage and subscribe to Be where the Elitist Mango. There are nearly three dozen episodes already there overripe for the picking and two more a month for the rest of the year. You'll shit your pants with glee. You'll shit someone else's pants with fury. This podcast rips a multitude of fabrics as if they were a newly discovered treasure trove of CDs that you thought you'd lost back in the 90s to prove itself as an avant-garde fashion designer who doesn't believe in shears or and just knots torn textiles together with a focus on an aquamarine and fuchsia color palette that's going to take the season's runways by storm when all the trendiest airplanes will be wearing them, accessorized with a coy little Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share-like 4.0 international license. Until the rubber says farewell to the road, this will want to be the adopted twin of Matthew Sanborn Smith, reminding you there was once a time when wet wipes were just the aftermath of a toilet splashback. Good night.